888-377-3888, and if they see something, to say something. So it's very much like Neighborhood Watch. You know you see somebody breaking into your neighbor's house, and it's not little Johnny who locked himself out of the front door. You know what number to call. You know to call 911, and then you see the cop car pull up, and you see that injustice get righted. In the same way, we're asking for people throughout the Bay Area and beyond to be able to know what to look for to say something just doesn't feel right, and then to have the National Human Trafficking Hotline number in their phone, or if they see someone in imminent danger of being pushed into a car or in any kind of danger, to call 911.
Just walking in the mission in the rain, Jerry Garcia Band, homegrown Jerry Garcia of San Francisco. That was from March, that was St. Patrick's Day, 1978, Capitol Theater. Um, of course, we're playing that song today because it is a rainy day here in the Mission, and uh, it's Diamond Dave's favorite rainy day song. And you're listening to the Common Thread Collective on Mutiny Radio FM. I'm Global Val. I'm sitting here next to Diamond Dave, but of course he's uh, he's making his phone calls and texts and things and bringing the people together as he does so well. Hey, folks. Oh, but here you are. Hey, folks. Uh, walking in the Mission in the rain, and it's so beautiful. It's so great to be here. It's so great to be over out here at Mutiny Radios, spreading the word, bringing the music, bringing the poetry, spoken word they call it, bringing the poetry, bringing the acoustic units, and they are here, and they are coming through, and there's room for you to come through, and so come on through, we're at 21st in Florida, uh, making it happen, and that can include you, everybody who comes to this door is, is that is right Val, is included. Absolutely, yes. And we're going to open up with... Uh, with Ubi, Ubi. Well, we're gonna with, we're gonna try. We're gonna try. <laughs> Otherwise, we got our brother, who highly talented. I'm talking about Blood Flower is gonna be coming in on the piano. Yeah, we'll get him mic'd there up in go. just a second there, and um, we do like to try to play Ubi at the beginning of the show to remind everybody that everything really gonna is going to be, be all, all right. right. As long as we join the struggle, as long as each person does what they have to do, if everybody brings what they have to bring, nobody goes without. Hey, Bloodflower. Yeah, Bloodflower is going to get set up, but we're also going to be playing some Ubi Doobie.
Well, folks, uh, here we are, here we be, and uh, and here we're putting out there. We're just uh, working on the mic so we can open up with uh, my brother, Bloodflower, who, who does so well in setting the stage, who does the prelims, who gets us in the proper mood, the proper spirit. The Give proper it up for Bumptown! That's it. That's it. On the planet, as I'm prone to say. Out. We're getting ready. We're getting ready to go live with my brother, brother Flower. You always to bring me down. Oh, but I know, girl. And we're going to be talking about. Just got a text. As we do. People want us to announce you can hurt the community, the, the people, community right. events. Hey, this is going to be uh, March, for, March for Earth. That's the planet. I say, at city, on the city, on the planet, and in the street. And uh, the event that we have just got text. Oh, thank you, Mona Lisa. April 23rd, Saturday morning assembly at 10 a.m. It's a combination of what happened last year where it was separate, but together, Cesar Chavez Day on 24th. It's a B-Day, I believe. And Earth Day, which is on 22nd. And to bring together the cultures, making it happen, exactly what we're about. Thank you, Mona Lisa, because that's what we're about. Ed in City, bringing the people together. I'll say it again, because I love to say it. Ed City, in the city, on the planet, and in the street. And here, about to open up, put us in a good mood, in a good space, in this good place. Hey, Blood Flower, take it away.
Wow, is right. Lovely. Hey, Bloodflower. Thank you. Thank That's you. a veritable symphony. Symphony of uh, spontaneous, extemporaneous playing a piano. Yeah, really nice for this rainy day. Yep. Nice. That's what I call perfect. Hey, Richard. Hey, I want to say something. Say plenty. Valerie, what's this I hear about you and E.K. uh, uh, Keith and uh, Kim Shuck and uh, some other women I hear about? What's going on with you guys? Well, uh, Justice Sweet, Justice Morgan, um, is curating an event, a first Friday event at the Beat Museum in March, which is March 4th, and March is Women's Month, It's and uh, March 8th is International Women's Day. So on March 4th, there's going to be an all-women's poet uh, so- showcase at the Beat Museum over on, uh, over on Broadway Street, 7 o'clock. Yeah, and uh, thanks to Justice for putting this on. I'm mean, kudos for uh, oh, kudos or whatever. You I like kudos. That's, yeah, that's kudos, fun. Kudos, kudos, Yeah, she's doing a great job. She's put. I know she's putting a poster together, and she's working as uh, nor- the North North Beach Press. Yeah. And she makes these beautiful broadsides, and so she's gonna. Um, if, if I get, if I actually send her a poem, um, I'll be lucky enough for her to print um, a broadside of of one of my poems. So it'll be kind of this kind of a small poster size uh beautiful print she's done a lot of great work um she's she's uh done some for natasha natasha natasha's going to be there too oh what's her last name um mm, i can't think of it Uh, an amazing uh poet from australia she's she's very keen i I really like her um but i know she's done some broadsides for her she really wants to do a broadside of of diamond dave's poem um but uh yeah so uh, international women's day uh, Women's Showcase at the Beat Museum, March Friday, March 4th at 7 o'clock. Yay, hey, I'm glad to hear about it. Uh, we also have some sad news a couple of weeks ago, and it's sort of been left unsaid. But uh, Dan Hicks passed from the Charlatans and uh, in his own right when he had his Dan Hicks and his hot licks. Yeah. And um, they were always considered, the Charlatans were always considered the best dressed hippies in the world. <laughs> well, they were hippies before hippies. Yes, yeah. They, 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 had, they the people who followed the best setting of the, the best, uh, 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 you got the best dressed side of hippiedom, and then you have the kind of like, uh, uh, just throw your clothes on side, what do you call it, uh, show, uh, the, well, anyway, just throw your clothes on and issue forth, which is my side of uh, hippiedom, which <laughs> I came from the beatnik side, which also had its best side. And it's just uh, throw your clothes on and the raggedy, um, the raggedy side, which is part of the, the Sufi, I realize, side of just whatever you're wearing, you're wearing and you're living through life and you're getting what you need, not particularly what you want. So I've had my I've had times where I've, on the best set, I've just said, best that side too but usually I, but, uh, I'm on the other side of that but anyway uh, here we are but we're all together and let's play a lot of Dan Hicks tonight too Cause can, we, can we Val? Of course we can yeah, because we got some folks coming in and more folks be coming in but we're going to dedicate the whole evening the whole day like we did last week to uh, last week to from the Jefferson Airplane Right, yeah, and then Paul Cantor, and, and, uh, and then we did uh, Cantor and John Trudell. Yep. So we've had a lot of dedications of people getting there and getting out. Uh, that's for sure. 
well, hey, Richard, uh, uh, let us, uh, we got some time today All to right. really spread out, and uh, so do that. Um, time really to get to know one another and put out the good word. Um, well, I was going to read this one, but I just, for some reason it went away. Oh, elders to ancestors. Well, since we've had a lot of people who've passed, I thought I'd start out with uh, one that I've written. I have a couple of new ones, but um, in dedication to some of the people we've lost, I'm going to read Elders to Ancestors. <clears throat> As we age, some elders and others just get old. Not all get to be elders, but they may have more wisdom than any of those who have longevity. When elders pass, they become our ancestors. As sometimes is, some knew it was coming and some were stunned. Some have support and some do not, but in the end, we all must pass alone. And how we do that may be as important as how we lived. Sure. There are elders <clears throat> who lead from the front, while others eschew that role, believing leading from behind is a better course. Both are needed. They will be missed. When in a quiet place or out in the wild, where all you hear are the creatures and the wind, you might hear the ancestors whispering in your ears. And if you're really fortunate and still enough, you might hear the whispers of the ancestor who has passed. Mm. Um, so, let's do a new one, Afraid of Humanity. There are those who are afraid of their humanity and must keep it hid. Who sometimes walks around with that deer in the headlight look. Afraid of getting hurt or what being human might lead to is predictable when living in an empire where humanity is beaten down and its citizens seem to be pissed off and confused, which is always dangerous. Don't take my word for it. Take her history. Learn, <clears throat> learn, read, find out why so many lost their minds only through struggle to regain their humanity. Yes, their humanity, that thing that some people will ask for a definition. Never a good sign. Most are recovering from something, family, religion, education, civilization, bias, racism, love, hate. Some hold on to these things that kill their humanity. Others cultivate their life, humanity. If ever beat down, they no longer are. Whether they are aware of it or not, they begin to glow. They begin to carry themselves well. That garbage, refuse, must be refused. It will no longer work against your humanity. That's what will help take you to the mountaintop. Oh, nice. Nice, Richard. Thank I like you. that. Rising above and, and uh, not getting for, caught up. This is for a brother who passed. Uh, you might have known him. I don't know, Dave. Um, for John Powers, Brother Bear. There are people when, you see you, when, when seen remind you of an animal. My friend John was a bear in all ways. The good, the bad, and of Brother Bear, the unbearable, the growler, and the teacher. Being a bear, one of his concerns was survival of the salmon. He, they came, there came a time in his life, uh, after much intemperance, that John realized the empire was destroying our world, and along with it, the salmon. He would sometimes take children to the streams in Marin and show them the task of keeping the stream clean, flowing, and in the shade, so salmon could continue to the spawning grounds unimpeded. They were successful in bringing salmon upstream. The children got to see the fruits of their labor. It was after Bush and his ilk robbed and destroyed the economy, just when John and I were starting Visions of the Future Environment, a nonprofit. 
But as we progressed, there seemed little interest for money for field trips or protecting areas such as the need for shade from the hot sun raising the water temperature uninhabitable for salmon. He would tell of the time before the gringo came when the native kids would walk across the rivers and streams on the backs of salmon. Now you're lucky to see one. John and I traveled in his cars a lot, going to various AIM functions and protests, from mascots to commemorations. John would tell stories when he was security for some of the biggest names in rock and roll, Beatles, Rolling Stones, Mama and the Papas, McCoys, Jefferson Airplane, Bee Gees, just to start. Groups from the 60s and 70s. He wound up in Laurel Canyon with the Mamas and the Papas and those who were there during the Manson years. Oh, the drug and sex stories and the stories he did tell. At one point, I finally said, stop, John, that's way more information than I need. Brother Bear, after getting sober, which he maintained until his passing, made a pilgrimage to Cesar Chavez's grave. John had been a truck driver after his Hollywood days and hauled tomatoes. This caused him to break with the farm workers' strike. When he went to Cesar's grave, he asked for forgiveness from Cesar and openly wept from the pain he felt that he had inflicted upon the farm workers' movement. John was a good man who never really learned patience. He had a way of saying things that didn't always have the effect he'd hoped for. In the end, all with all of John's warts, he is a good man. He and his son and his then-girlfriend let John live with them, and when he had his strokes, made sure that he was seen every day and tried to give him what his needs when, they were, when he was understood. Never easy for strokes killing the voice. He was my friend. At least he tried. I heard, I heard what concerned him. It was the nut, root, and kernel of the man. Thank you. Right, so what we... That is what we've been through, what we bring to a situation, and who we are. Hey, that was beautiful, beautiful. Yeah, he was looking down as if you have something else. Well, I have lots, but cut me off when you need to. Okay, let's do one more, and then Um, we'll play some of the charlatans. Let's see. I just got Um, very bad. uh, Well, let's let's be silly. I I just got a very bad message. Let's be silly, and sorry about that message. Okay. Okay, glove loses its mind. Glove loses its mind. Mm-hmm. Glove loses its mind. I am at the checkout counter when a woman comes running in desperate, frantic. She asked, have you found my glove? I said, yes, I found it desperate in the rain in sheer terror. It kept looking in every direction, becoming untethered. People walked by, even a rat blowing trash blew by. But the sign of its mate and its wearer still out of sight gave this glove the blues most high. I decided to pick it up and take it into the store before who knows what would befall it. It wouldn't go, but I am stronger. I am man. It still couldn't calm down. until It was hysterical until you came in, and now it's home with you and its mate. The three of them made such a great threesome. I asked them if I could join. <laughs> I like when you throw in a, a, a fun, kind of lighthearted one. Because <laughs> no. you do a lot of tributes you do a lot of really really meaningful tributes not uh, to you know to to real people but also i know you've got the you do coyote and um you know there's a lot of depth to it so I, it's it's funny it's fun to, when you when you pepper in a, a, a kind of yeah. a lighthearted one there's been about three or four silly ones lately i wrote so hey that's good <laughs> that's some that's uh, you need some silliness right hey. We need to laugh occasionally. We do, especially when we look at all all these things around. Well, us. I saw Ed Allen or Ed uh, uh, 
D. Allen this week. Ah, oh, D. Uh, and you know, you know, D's D's always really kind of heavy, and I I love the man. But this week, this week he read Family, and and it was it was really touching. I mean, D's got a lot of different sides to him, and I'm glad he showed that side this time. It was just wonderful to see. And D's just a wonderful writer, anyway. So. Yeah, yeah. Next time you see him, remind him to come on down and join us sometime here at Mutiny Radio. Yes, I will. Well. Do you have a, a, another poem well, or something you want to share? I, I, I mean, I can, you know, I, no can pressure, stretch no pressure. Stretch this. Um, but I do want to, um, I do want to say, uh, Richard, that you did a, a fantastic job, you and Dan Brady, but um, you were the primary MC over there at the library a couple of weeks ago when um, putting together Diamond Dave Day in the city and then the event at the main library afterwards. It was a really great event. I think everybody left there feeling real and really energized. And uh, and he still wants to know why I did it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, Some questions that. you can't really answer. Yeah. Well, I'll give you a short, another, another silly one. All right. <clears throat> Words above the page. I see my blank page, widest of paper, where above words and alphabet floats by, spins. I I try to see what it says, what it is I am to write in all the different ways. It does not let me see the syntax. It's like a word puzzle. It's all there for me, my rants, raves, prose, poetry, stories. All there for all of us who have blank pages before them. Play with your words and alphabet. Use them to tell us of your rants, raves, prose, poetry, stories, with all the tragedies, loves, and glories. Join us. Share with us. Tell us. Nice. Tell us, yes. And that it, that encapsulates the spirit of this show, the Common Thread Collective. We'd like you to come in here and... and uh, Share what you've written. Share what you what you're thinking, what you're doing, uh, your expressions, um, poetic, musical, uh, political, and otherwise. Uh, we 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 don't have a box here. We are f- fully outside the box. Um, so, as uh, Dave likes to say, uh, getting out of the box and pushing the envelope. Um, so, thank you, Richard, for your work. And uh, on the heels of that, I want to read a little something from our friend William. Um, William makes his own books and he just calls it book and he, and he sews the outside on him. And I know he's, uh, he's out doing a lot of fantastic, uh, nature work right now or, uh, building and, and constructing and, and enjoying nature. He does. He's amazing. So William, here's from your book, if you're listening and when can ink think? When can drops of thought become autonomous? The pen was once a feather, finely formed as such. And with the knife, the feather was employed to drink the ink and breathe the words, which are the will of the hand. And the hand is not in command, but merely serves the arm. And the arm is only an appendage of the body. And the body is only a slave to the brain. And the brain only knows what it learns and what it feels. That's William talking about talking about right. poetic channeling, which I think uh, Richard was talking about. Well, just uh, it's about opening your mind. Any chair, every one of us can do that. Opening our mind, let the spirit uh, flow right in. Hey, Howard, here's Howard. What you got going on, Howard? Hi, Diamond Dave. Hi, Val. Hey, Howard. Thanks for coming in. Sure. Thanks for putting up. I mean, having me. <laughs> um, well, uh, on 
I've mentioned before the case of Donovan Reed, who was a bike messenger, a African-American gentleman who, uh, while on his job on January 3rd at night, uh, was pulled over by the police and beaten uh, and suffered injuries to his career-threatening injuries to his legs. Uh, and um, he's been in recovering. Uh, he's been recovering, and uh, he came to the San Francisco Bike Messenger Association meeting um, on Thursday the 11th. Uh, he's in good spirits. Uh, he's He's got a legal case against the police, and uh, he can't talk too much about it, according to his lawyer. But, um, sure. but uh, he seems in good spirits, and hopefully with the recording, the video recording, he will uh, prevail. So, so it was caught on video. Somebody, somebody witnessed this and, and, and shot it. Yes, uh, not the entire incident. He caught some of it himself, the beginning of it. They mm -hmm. confiscated his phone, uh, camera phone. Yeah. And then somebody else, a witness, uh, picked it up. So we have some video, and hopefully that will be enough uh, to help him prevail. Well, the situation with the police is an ongoing one, to be sure. And... Uh, We've, uh, it's an ongoing one to be sure, and he's not the only one. So hopefully, at some time, he'll be he'll be able to speak about it, and he can speak about it right here. And he does have the by the now the Bike Messengers Association, is a kind of a union, right, of bike messengers. It's a for an association, a fraternal group, you might call it, it, or it's a and cult. So, <laughs> so they know about this. And Doug Paw says it's a and, cult, and they're backing him up. Uh, yes, in there. <laughs> and they know about this, and they're backing him up, and this be a good percentage. Well, look, this is an ongoing situation. Howard, I want you to continue to keep this in the loop and tell us what you can about this as it's, as it's released. Will you two, do that? Two more, yes, I will. And two more things that I can tell you right now is that at that meeting, we kicked down uh, $450 from what we call the Broken Bones Fund. Whenever a messenger is injured on the job, uh, well, he or she is entitled to uh, access that uh, that fund, and uh, also uh, he'll need more than that, though. And for that, as I've mentioned before, if anybody out there wants to help, they can go to rally.org/sfpedal and. Uh, make a contribution through their uh, debit or credit card. That's uh, rally, R-A-L-L-Y, dot org, slash SF pedal, SF like San Francisco, and pedal, P-E-D-A-L. Nice. Okay. We, yeah, we definitely want, you know, we, we, if we want, uh, we wish Donovan a, a quick recovery so that he can continue doing what he's been doing and and not have to s suffer these uh injuries for for much longer and um that that the justice is served and we get a some some speedy um speedy resol resolution I believe, yeah that's what is, uh, keep us in the loop yeah and here's Thank dogpa you. What, do you, what do you have to say dogpa is my microphone on yes it okay is. yeah well it's good to see everybody once again yeah Friday, welcome back nice dogpa. wet friday out there you know 
Just joining Howard here and you, ex-messengers that we are. Black Messenger by day, it was 1957. <laughs> Black Messenger by day, beatnik by day and night. It was 1957, and I was in seventh, seventh heaven, heaven, a non-linear dart. Eight. On the, the urban, urban checkerboard. checkerboard. That's one of the things I've said a few few times. In fact, in the proclamation <laughs> of the city and county, the board of supervisors, that was mentioned that I'm fond of of quoting myself. <laughs> so take it away, dog paw. What you about? I heard well, you talk about. I can relate. I'm a, I'm a legend in my spare time too. Oh, know, well, so. <laughs> whatever that happens to be. I know you were, just came from a, well, uh, one of the reasons my legend was what the role I played at KPOO. And getting it, giving it a start, and by giving it the making, the helping making it the KP, the KPU that it is, and that one of the people who had a show back then. I'm talking about the early 70s, 73 or 74 was Avacha, and you've just now made that connection between KPOO and by Mutiny Radio and the Common right. Thread Collective. I, I sat with her for a little bit over there, and she was playing all this fine Mongol Santa oh, Maria music and so Didi good. Bridgewater and stuff, you know. And um, yeah, we talked about uh, this this show that I got over here at uh, UC Berkeley, and just kind of let folks know about that. It's going to okay, run to, to the end of the month. And okay, then, well, let let our folks know about it. They're not, they're they're separate, but together. It's uh, sometimes I'm sure there's many crossovers. But tell us about your show at UC Berkeley. Well, you know, it's. Uh, I don't know. Okay, well, it's got to. say you know when you will know. How about right. that? Okay, you <laughs> will. You're good. about to know. All right. Uh, it's a, a, a collection of poster art that I did um, when I was at KPFA. I had a program called Radio Cafe, and we had a, an interaction with New College of California when they were over here on Valencia Street in the Mission District before Valencia Street got. Um, change let's just say you know it was uh, the good old days as it were and every last friday of the month i would bring in artists from the mission from the east bay poets rappers just everybody and did that for five years it was fun used to do uh, i used to do psychedelic light shows on the radio <laughs> how did, too many people how did that say that how did that work out did oh it worked really really well <laughs> Well, you know, it's an interesting to me how many younger people are, are, are interested in that art form, you know. And so there was a poster for every month that uh, for every show that we did, you know, and that went on for five years. So there's like quite a few posters that are up there, along with some of my paintings. And that uh, it's all music. It's all music inspired, you know. There might be one or two that's not, but right the bulk on. of it is, is all music. I got Charlie Parker up there. I got Jimi Hendrix up there. I got Gil Scott Heron up there. I had uh, to bring Gil, in Gil Scott, Scott Heron, Heron, yeah. And so, and then I got another show. This is another shameless plug, if you don't mind. Hey, that's what we're here for. Okay, uh, there's a gallery here in the Mission District that has been here for 10 years. They're from L.A. Uh, they escaped L.A., came here, loved it. And uh, they've invited me to curate a show over there next month, along with uh, Rene Yanez, Calixto Robles, um, myself. Uh, let's see who else. Um, David Crook and hopefully Michael Rios is uh, kind of an interesting show. It's just the meeting of the minds, as it were. You know, it's it's not often that we get to see all these players okay, under one roof. Players, where, yeah, it? yeah. In fact, I, I was talking to Calixto, and he's fighting a, uh, well, I don't know if you know, he, yeah. he had a fire, a um, very mysterious fire at his home um, here in the, in, in the city and was burnt out. They were doing some remodeling, apparently. Mm -hmm. At least that was the story. And so now he's struggling with that. And... Um, but I'm going to bring Where him was in. that? Where was that fire? Um, I 
believe it was on Guerrero Street. I'm really not sure. Ah. Mm-hmm. But uh, here in the Mission District. Yeah. And he's got his studio so here. And he's going to be part of the show. And he's um, known for doing work with Carlos Santana as well. Apparently he does uh, Carlos's Christmas cards every, every year. He's got this fine collection of stuff. <laughs> very, very prolific. Nice. Yeah, he's a, a screen printer. Mm-hmm. He's a painter and a sculptor. And just a really, really great guy. So he's going to be on the show as well. Nice. And Luna Rian, in case you're wondering, is located at, oh, my eyes are bad. Uh, let me see, 3318 22nd Street in the Mission District. The cross street is Valencia. It's um, a beautiful gallery. Great light. He's got a nice little patio area in the back. And we will hopefully have some music and definitely have poetry. So we'll bring by some of those uh, poets to share on Mutiny Radio. That would be great. get that squared away. And that will be on March 5th. March 5th. Yeah. And is that an evening event or That will daytime? run from 6 to 9. 6 to 9 yeah, in the 6 evening. 6 to 9. And it will run for two weeks. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah. Nice. It's, a, it's an experimental thing they're doing over there at Luna Rian. He's reaching out to a lot of the uh, local artists. Well, it's time you know. to do that. Well, absolutely. Yeah. Way time. You know, so I'm, I'm, I'm bringing a, a pretty good crew, you know, in the hopes that we'll do it again and, you know, bring in some youth <coughs> and so March uh, everybody 5th, else. March 5th is a Saturday. It's a Saturday. Is so Saturday. Let's, uh, let's say that that's, uh, let's, and so the March 4th of the Friday, the Friday which is the Friday before. Oh, right. So let's aim at that. Let's dedicate that show of, of, uh, of March 4th to this event on Saturday. Oh, that's And let yeah. people know we're listening to come on by, come on by, get to see one another, meet and greet, interact, intersect, and relate, and look at the, what's going on on the wall and what's going on, what the poets are doing, right? They're giving mm-hmm. some chance to see them in life. Here, though, here, I can only hear them, but they will be here with your help. Am I oh, right? And there's another artist also, Colin the Wizard. You know the Wizard. We I saw you. Okay, He's part of the show as well. Perfect. So he's going to nice. be bringing some amazing light uh, art that only the wizard can create (laughs) and this is a good time to to let people know that on march 4th that friday normally we're we're doing our show until about quarter to six that day we're actually going to be ending the show at five o'clock so we'll do we're going to have a little bit little bit of an abbreviated show on that friday the fourth so we'll make sure to coordinate that and and, uh, get that all get everybody in uh so we can uh, make that happen okay okay hopefully i'll bring uh some musician friends yeah in in tow well, we're gonna that, uh, that 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 day. Let's leave it at that. That day will be dedicated to what's going to be happening here in the neighborhood, here at that gallery called uh, Luna Rianne, named after his little daughter. So Luna is the moon. Mm-hmm. I have a granddaughter named Luna, just, oh, okay. uh, just by chance. But anyway, good enough. It's time for some music now. Let's get our brother Rabo out there. Up there he already is. Oh, okay. And he's going to do three songs. we got some time today. And then I see brother James here. <laughs> I see both Jameses standing side by side, I think. Why is one James? You guys hear me okay? Twice. Yeah, go okay. for it, Rabo. Sounds uh, good. Yeah, I just want to correct you. I, I like Rainbow very much. <laughs> But I'm I'm Rivo. <laughs> All right. Uh, first song I'm gonna do for you. Uh, this is one I uh, wrote on my album. Uh, well, that shut him up. Every musician, every artist has those people all around him that think they know your art better than you. Think they know how you should play, what you should say. And I say bullshit. You know what you say. You know what you need to say. You're the artist. You're the one writing the stuff. So this is for all of them. It's called Constructive Crickets. <laughs> Thank you. 
said she did might a suggestion or two wouldn't waste my breath but i see a diamond in the rough you're a tattoo abrasive almost unlistenable and lay off on that poetry people just don't think that much well that last song you did i think it needs a better hook with a touch more cowbell have you thought about korean hip-hop it's all the rage down my way maybe change your name for the stage the one you have's too hard to spell you can't do what you do without a friend along the way i'm just a good eye in the sky i see the rising and the ruin you could be the greatest thing going on or just a ripple in the pond You got the rough draft, you just need some fine-tuning Well, nothing here screams hit single I can tell in the first two notes And that bleeding hot nonsense went out of style way before your day It's all fizz and commercial flair that packs a house anywhere Well. That's all that sells anyway Let me tell you Artisans are a dime a dozen Slight curiosities at best Divas and pop bands All the music scenes know were born You win fans with fragrance And fashion sense No one cares about what's off the rails Or what's out of the norm You can't do what you do Without a friend along the way just a good eye in the sky, see the rising and the ruin. Well, you could be the greatest thing since sliced bread, or just a legend in your own head. You got the rough draft, you just need some fine tuning. Well, I'm a bit unconventional, just work your way through a few layers. If you want to understand who I am and what I'm not. I'm a bit of a bastard, I used to carry one that's blue Just a few more licks to the center of this Tootsie Pop Let me tell ya, I befriend both demons and angels Cause we all believe the same And if foul stench you smell could be the outer world's funk If you get your fans with freshly blandness and bubble gum Well you can turn this off right now Cause homie don't play that junk I'm doing just fine, got a good tune that gets my vibe I'm up and down like the weather, but I'm still alive, I'm still alive And each song's an audiovisual aid to everything I feel today I still take requests off the inner rim I just don't play any of them This ain't American Idol, more to me than a vacant smile I'm just another bird Meant to be heard and then you know I fly that one thank you thank you thank you better going it'll be so if good if you like what you hear radio listeners in the san francisco bay area i'm doing a free show this next thursday at the poor house that's p-o-u-r house 
uh, over on uh, Polk Street near Geary, I believe. It's a wine bar. Uh, from 7 to 11 p.m., I'm doing a show there with Ms. Alzara Getz, who's got this wonderful band called Brother Spellbinder. You may have uh, heard them uh, last week here at Mutiny Radio. Yeah, Rhythm. they yeah. were great. Well, we're both going to be good, and we're going to do some good songs for you. All right. So... With my art, I like to go backwards and forwards. I go forwards when I write songs, but when that kind of stalls in my head, I like to go backwards and pay it back to the artist that came before me, the artist that made me fall in love with music to begin with. And I'm going to do a song right now. I want to dedicate it to a happy couple that I saw that, uh, you know, the guy brought flowers to the girl. <laughs> and uh, this is a tune by Mr. Jerry Rafferty. This is called Right Down the Line. Let's try that right chord. Nice. Oops. I need your love You've got that hold over me As long as I got your love You know that I'll never leave When I wanted you to share my life I had no doubt in my mind And it was you Woman right down the line I know how much I lean on you only you can see The changes that I've been through Have left a mark on me You've been as constant as a northern star The brightest light that shines And it was you Woman right down the line I just want to say This is my way of telling you everything I could never say before You've heard this before Yeah, this is my way of telling you every day I'm loving you so much more Cause you believed in me through my darkest night Put something better inside of me You brought me into the light all those crazy dreams Well, you know, I, I put them all behind And it was you Woman, right down the
down When I wanted you to share my life I had no doubt in my mind And it was you on right down the Yeah, Rivo. That was that was that was great. That made everybody feel good. Right on. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. Yeah, give us another friend. Okay, I'm gonna go back and do another oldie. Uh, any fans of Leon Russell in here? Yes. All right. Yes. This has been a favorite of mine for years and years, and I'm so I was so happy when I finally figured out how to play it. And uh, it's one of those songs I think is timeless. So let me give that to you here. Has it been since I was born? How many days till I die? Do I know any ways that I can make you laugh? Do I only know how to make you cry? When a baby looks around him, such a sight to see. Shares a simple secret with the wise man. Well, he's a stranger in a strange land. Stranger in a strange land. Stranger in a strange land. Stranger in a See the sun. How many years till it's done? Well, kiss my confusion away in the night. Lay by my side till the morning comes. When a baby looks around him, shares his better hay in the burrows in the palace of the king. Treating each other not like brothers. Be 
leaders take us far away from ecology with mythology and astrology. Got some words to say about the way we live today. Why can't we learn to love each other? It's time to learn a new face to the whole worldwide human race. Stop the money chase. I sit back, relax, and get back on the human track. Stop racing towards oblivion. Oh, such a sad, sad state we're in. And that's the thing about the bells of truth when you hear them ring. Talking about stranger in a strange land. Sing along. Stranger in a strange land. Stranger in a strange land. Stranger in a strange land. One more time, we got a stranger in a strange land. 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 Right, thank you, everybody. Yeah. Hey, right on, Rivo. Hey, when's that? When's that show at the at the Poor House on Polk Street? Oh, is that? Do you say Sunday? Oh no, no, I'm sorry. Uh, so that's Thursday, uh, February 25th, next Thursday from 7 to 11 p.m. It's a free show, and once again, it'll be myself uh, trading sets with uh, Brother Spellbind. Brother Sp yeah. Spellbound, yeah. All right, very cool, very cool. Thanks for bringing it up. Love the live music. Remember, you're listening to the Common Thread Collective here on mutinyradio.fm, but we are live, as you can tell, 21st in Florida, right here in the Mission District. You come on down and join us and uh, bring your music, bring your words, uh, whatever you got to do, come on in and hang out. Huh, Dave? That's exactly right. We be an oasis, an oasis of creativity, an oasis of humanity, nice. an oasis of fellow human beings here. And here's one. Are you ready for Dan Hicks? I am. Well, here it is. We're dedicating show it another one of our brothers who passed, another brother who made his contributions, one another brother who's one of the reasons we're sitting right here together, 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 together. Dan Hicks. myself just thinking about you I scare myself when I'm without you I scare myself the moment that you're gone I scare myself when I let my thoughts run and when they're running I keep thinking of you you when they're running what can I It can get frightening I scare myself To think what I could do I scare myself It's some kind of voodoo And with that voodoo I keep thinking of you With that voodoo What can I
Well, that was a cool track from Dan Hicks and his hot licks. I scare myself. I hope you, you're out there uh, uh, not not feeling scared. Um, but uh, we're having a good time down here at Mutiny Radio. So maybe you come down and join us. We're just rolling right along. And uh, Dave, uh, Allison's here from hey. the library lady. Here be Allison, who I call so affectionately the library lady. Alice, what do you have? Allison, what do you have to bring to the plate today? We'd be like a, like a, uh, we'll be like a banquet in which everybody brings something to the plate, and the whole is greater than the sum of its parts. And here you be, here, Allison. Hey, Allison. Well, um, yes, this is to, It's a little bit a Valentine to a friend that I met through Diamond Dave a few years ago at the um, community farm at Hayes Valley. Um, four weeks before it got bulldozed, and his name was Kyle Leslie. Kyle, yeah, best. Musician, Ky- sound engineer. His birthday was the day before Valentine's Day. Oh my goodness! And yeah. um, he was gonna, He would have been uh, thirty-five. Yeah, it was a his, very young man. Yeah, but but so amazing. I mean, not 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 just you know talented, but just so smart. And he was the first person I met at Occupy San Francisco. <gasps> And uh, and uh, had a, this really amazing conversation with him, and um, he's been an inspiration to a lot of people, uh, friends, family alike. And uh, I think that Kyle is one of those people who is going to always have some sort of tribute to him, um, because he just had such an impact on on the the people around and the community and the movements. And um, yeah, I remember something we did together, which was the. Uh, the reunion of the human being. Yeah, Golden Gate Park. Of, uh, gathering of tribes out there by the beach. And he had a whole pen, a pen, whole penelope, that's the word I think, of, of bands. Pan, a panoply. Panoply, thank you. <laughs> and that's what he brought along. And it was a great day. And we camped out there, which we thought, thought uh, could never be done. And which we hadn't, uh, which hadn't been done, in fact, since uh, the Democratic Convention in '84, when the Rainbow Family came in, and we had our gathering in the park. And I woke up in the morning, and, and we were still there. And I went out to take a look at <laughs> the paper, and there was the headlines that said, "The police have said the hippies can stay in the park after all." That's right. And uh, <laughs> that was another good time, well time. And in fact, shape of the future. 2017 is going to be the 50th anniversary of the 50th anniversary of the of the summer of love. Yeah. In fact, today I got called up and said, "Hey, Diamond Dave, uh, we heard you're the one. We'd like you to meet meet us. Uh, could you meet us up? Uh, uh, but could you meet get together with us uh, up on Hate Street? Because we'd like to do it there." And I said, "Well, who are you guys? Well, we'd be Vice.com." And now they're oh, the Vice, out, okay. yeah, Vice. Oh, they're they're expanded their, uh, they've expanded themselves, haven't they? You started. It used to they be. They have. Kind of, there was a lady from Vice on TV this week talking about um, the Democratic convention coming gotten, up. They're they, everywhere. They've gotten an everywhere. But today, with a whole crew, with a very big crew, they had the producer and people I didn't even know. They met me at the uh, at the. Uh, at the coffee shop called Coffee with the People. 
So I meet me there, coffee with the people. And then we took a walk down Hate Street as I told stories. It was all too brief that uh, I had st- more stories to tell, but they seemed to be totally satisfied. Well, we did it with a five-person crew, and they did it, and then in the end, they, uh, they reached out and handed me something, a good, uh, uh, that thing which is a good thing. Is there footage of you on their website? Yeah, there's going to be. There's going to be. There, it's their scene on Hate Street. And uh, I told the stories, and they seemed totally satisfied. They said it was awesome. So that, uh, that's, uh, that's, that happened to me this, uh, this morning. <laughs> this morning uh, into the afternoon. It was about 1 o'clock, I think. 12, no, it was about high noon. At that Coffee I was Hate for Street. the People. Well, then we walked out on Hate Street, and I hadn't been there for a while, and this whole new crowd was up there, and I said, well, stop to talk to them, as I would do if it was my show. So, oh, no, we can't do that because we, uh, we have to get releases signed by each and every one. I don't believe that's true. I think that crew is wrong. I think if you're doing a documentary, that isn't true. Maybe the the main person, but just people in a film, like a news film, you don't have to do that, do you? You don't know. I'm, uh, well, you kind of do, yeah. <laughs> you can, but they, I don't think they were interested in doing that. They're interested oh, in doing well. what they were told, which is to have me walk down Hate Street and tell stories. Right on. So what the fuck? Oh, oh I could say that right Yeah, here. it's okay. Well, it's okay. So that <laughs> You're happened. not talking to a so what, uh, what happened? What do you but, but Well, Allison's speaking got... of the being, be- Kyle... A year ago, near my birthday, I was feeling down, feeling old, and on April 7th, Kyle put up on his Facebook that, well, yesterday was the birthday of Ram Dass. Wow. And so that would have been April 6th. Okay. And it turned out that that's my birthday, too. Well, really, and so um, I've been inspired by Kyle ever since because of that, and it carries me through. And um, so last year, when I was remembering someone else, Jack Michelin, it was February, and then I thought about Kyle because I knew it was near his birthday, and then I remembered that Jack Michelin died in February, and um, so I wrote a poem to. Jack Michelin with Ram Dass inspiration and thank you, Kyle. It was Ram Dass. And here it is. Well, hold on a second. We'll get to you. Oh, yes, Ram Dass. Please fill us in. Okay, well, let's get to uh, Ram Dass was the one who said for everybody who want to know, be here now. That's right. And February 2nd, I want to add to it, is now uh, uh, from the Board of Supervisors that proclaimed February 2nd, Diamond Day Whitaker Month. That's right. So now I have three things to remember in February besides Valentine's Day. And so Hell maybe yeah. this is the Valentine to you, Ram Das, Jack Michelin, and Kyle Leslie. Nice. All in one teeny little poem. Oh, it's so All beautiful. Right. Do Can't it. wait to hear it. All right. Enough of interruptions. Stuart says Be love now. Be impertinent be a New Yorker, like Jack, or be a whiz kid. Be hip, be hot, be the next thing, or be love now. Occupy is what Kyle said, and I thought, occupy love. Get high with love, 
share love, love the rainbow, love your neighbor, get high with a little love from your friends. And don't forget to follow love, let love reinvent us, and occupy love. Beatify each other. Love, Jack. <laughs> Be love now. Nice, Allison. Well, that's perfect. So it yeah. was perfect because of the human being and anniversary that you mentioned. Excellent. Be love uh, now, right here. Our little crew on this rainy day in San Francisco in the mission. Living in the mission. And this be Allison from the uh, mission Allison B. 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 From the B at the mission library. Uh, her arms are open and she's spreading that. Be here now. Be love now. Michigan, Michelin, Ramdas, Stuart Alpert. Uh, and all of us. Is that right? So good. Thanks for coming in and putting out the word. Thanks for being. And we're going to do a little music. If we want to do a little more Dan Hicks, that would be good. And then we're going to have... Uh, yeah, well, we'll play a little music and then we'll get everybody else set up for the next uh, segment of the Jane, show. Here's Jane. some Dan Hicks' early muses, 1967. Like a sea, and light at 
That was some more Dan Hicks, Early Muses. You're listening to the Common Thread Collective here on MutinyRadio.fm. We're at the corner of 21st in Florida. And everybody's excited to be here. Thanks for joining us. And getting up to the microphone next, we've got author James Conrad, and we've got Rivo, who's going to play guitar to accompany, and also Bloodflower is going to accompany on piano. So uh, we like these... uh, these spontaneous collaborations. So, uh, fellas, whenever you're ready. Well, I'm glad that I was able to get the microphone to come up to me <laughs> as I was coming up to the microphone. Uh, yeah. Always not, a victory. You know, <laughs> yeah, it's not. E- it's always easy being six foot four. Anyway, uh, my name is James Conrad, and I've got my book with me called Zordo Cleans House, available on Amazon. Of course, you out there listening can't see it. This is radio. But Zordo Cleans House. It's the most Thank beautiful you. cover you've ever not seen. <laughs> yeah, and, and, you, and if you go on Amazon.com and punch in Zordo Cleans House into the search engine, you'll be able to see the cover. So the story, as we know, is about a man named, nicknamed Zordo. He's been, okay, he's been imprisoned falsely for murder and child molestation. He did 11 years. It transpired that he was innocent and he got out, but it turns out that he's been diagnosed with pancreatic cancer, and it's stage four, as we all know, and it's mentioned a couple of times in the story by Zordo himself, there is no stage five. But, you know, he's become bitter about this, and so he's figured the only meaningful thing he has left to do is to seek revenge on the people who railroaded him. So, to backtrack a little bit, previously, in episode 55 of Zordo Clean's house, Zordo looked at the scrap of paper Michael handed him and rocked his head a little from side to side. Mm, I don't drink, he said. Yeah, maybe, he pocketed Michael's number. And now the story continues in episode 56 of Zordo Clean's House. Once Zordo had filled his prescription, he drove to Santa Cruz to pay Casey a visit, phoning him en route to let him know that he would be arriving soon. As soon as he pulled into Casey's driveway, he saw that his friend was already waiting for him on the front steps. He parked the car and the two walked to the beach, making it there a half hour before sunset. You're not gonna believe who I ran into, said Zordo, his eyes opening wide as his tone grew just a little frenzied. Who, said Casey, packing some herb into the bowl of a glass pipe. The cop who busted me. He was at the Walgreens while I was getting my medication. No shit, said Casey and fired up the bowl. He took a long pull, held his breath and exhaled little by little, letting out several puffs of smoke. I don't want to sound crazy, said Zordo as Casey handed him the pipe, but do you think it might be a sign? Well, opportunity only knocks once. This is true, said Zordo, as he exhaled the hit he had taken and handed the pipe back to Casey. He stared ahead, watching as the waves of the Pacific Ocean rolled toward the shore, crashed against it, and then pulled back. Yeah, said Casey, inhaling from the pipe. He reached into his front pocket and handed Zordo 
a small USB hard drive on a length of beaded chain. Here, he said, I figure you might find this useful. Uh-huh, said Zorda, looking at the drive. What is it? Information, said Casey. Information, said Zordo, turning toward Casey as his eyebrows shot upward with curiosity. What about? You'll see, said Casey with a mischievous smile. That's right, Richard. You do have to wait another week, just like me and the rest of us. And with that in mind, tune in next week, same Mutiny Radio station, same Mutiny Radio time, for episode 57 of Zordo Cleans House. In the meantime, for those of you, our listeners out there, who are interested in supporting uh, Mutiny Radio and keeping our wonderful programming on the air and coming into your ears, uh, if you would like to help support Mutiny Radio, it's simple. All you got to do is send a check or money order for a dollar or more to Mutiny Radio and make the check and money order out to Mutiny Radio and send it to Mutiny Radio, 2781 21st Street, San Francisco, California, 94110. Once again, that address is Mutiny Radio, 2781 21st Street, San Francisco, California, 94110. Thank you very much. I remain James Conrad. Thanks to uh, Mr. Rivo on the 12-string guitar and Mr. Bloodflower at the keys. See you next week. Back. Very cool. Very Back to cool. You, Alan, Dave, and I'll try not to trash the place. Hey, you know, thanks for that. Um, and yeah, thanks also for supporting Mutiny Radio and and letting people know that yes, we are a community station. We uh, we uh, pay rent and we pay for uh, you know uh, electricity and uh, and uh, internet and that's about it. We definitely don't pay ourselves. And uh, if you do want to contribute, if you got a little bit extra and you want to say, hey, we love you guys. Thanks for putting out original free speech radio um, you can send a little donation to our station and we'd really uh, value that and appreciate it for sure and hey Dave tells me correctly this be a J hey J wait we got somebody on the phone Dave Uh, Jay's here hey Jay alright Jay's here you're live and on the air hey Jay Tell us how it's hey, gone. Dave. Tell us how it's coming together. We're talking about artworks. There at the yeah. site of used to be, the Hayes Valley Farm, and now an empty space waiting to be filled with artworks. Tell us a bit about it, Jay. So this site um, has a tremendously interesting history. You know, back in the, the 50s, they were building the freeways, and the central freeway was built pretty much connecting the East Coast all the way to uh, this spot here at Fell in the in the middle of what's now Hayes Valley. I made cross-country and hitchhikes uh, many times from right there. Right, yeah, right yeah. there. And so then I think there was plans uh, in the 50s to connect the freeway to the beach. And those were fought by uh, ecologists and, and habitat conservationists. And there's a there was a big movement, called the, I think it's called the Freeway Revolt, ultimately, that prevented the extension of the freeway going all the way through Golden Gate Park through the Panhandle. Right, that was the um, Panhandle Freeway. That, That's that what brought the hate together. 
Yeah, yeah. So that was a huge, huge catalyst for the neighborhood. And this site here has continued to do that. In the in the 80s, um, it was still the on, on and off ramps for Central Freeway 101, Fell Street and Oak Street, where they were the merging uh, touchdown of the last bit of the highway. And then in 1989, the earthquake, the big one, um, shook everything and compromised those freeways. And they stood vacant, unused, and undrivable for about 20 years. Um, There's a lot of disagreements amongst the folks who lived in this neighborhood and the city and the state the, because they were part of the freeway. It was part of the Caltrans uh, state system, um, interstate system. And after 10 years, in 1999 approximately, the local neighborhood organized, formed the Neighborhood Association, and took possession and began to work on a plan to activate all these former freeway parcels that were just rubble and unusable and really a magnet for undesirable activity. Um, In the 90s, the area that's now Octavia Boulevard was known as Hooker Row, and it was a place where you could get everything you needed at night. Um, In 1999, the Neighborhood Association formed through a lot of amazing people, one of them, uh, Patricia Walkup, they named uh, Patricia's Green after her, which is the little park over on Octavia near Fell Street. And ever since then, the Neighborhood Association has been a big part of organizing and finding creative solutions to all of the neighborhood's needs. And one of the big ones that came out of 2009 um, was after Gavin Newsom signed the executive directive for a healthy and sustainable food in San Francisco, Um, The Neighborhood Association looked at these vacant lots that were the on-ramp and the off-ramp and was excited about the possibility of having urban agriculture. So we, working with a lot of amazing people, started a project called Hayes Valley Farm, and we opened the doors January 2010. And it was temporary, and it was loved by so many. And there were thousands of visitors and guests and students and volunteers and people who worked on it together. And in 2013... Um, the parcel was sold, or at least half of the parcel was sold, and construction was to begin soon. So we moved off the site, and shortly thereafter, um, construction began, and it sat as a construction site for about two years. And then last October, the construction was done, and the new apartments were built on Oak Street. And now, once again, there's a vacant lot sitting there on Fell Street waiting for somebody to do something. And until then, it becomes a place for garbage to collect and people to dump their trash. And sometimes I find hypodermic needles in the fence line and uh, worse in some cases. Um, it's been amazing when we've activated since November, though, because we've seen about, a, I'd say about 150 neighbors come over uh, and, and spend the day here and have some fun. And we've had a few low-key, small community events, and we're just getting started. And this one site, which has so much history and so much passion and so many people looking out their window at it wondering why can't it be something more we're finally now as a community getting to be able to do something like that once again temporarily um because in about a year this site will be affordable family housing um we worked in partnership with the mayor's office of housing to come up with this plan to activate the space and to create this temporary art center and we'll be a partner with them until the day construction begins and uh, uh, I'm sure glad to be part of it because I was there th- throughout uh, when uh, Hayes Valley Farm left 
and Occupy moved in, and we were there for about five or six months, I think, continuing to garden, continuing to make things happen, until the police came and evicted us. They came in force, evicted us, and now I'm back bringing that hipstery, which I call it, joining you, because this is an event that uh, this is a place in which I recognized is going to be happening. People will be coming through. And my contribution is to be on that little hill there saying, if you got any answers, we might have, I might have some questions. If you got any questions, yeah. I might have some answers. So that's as... Uh, so hey, I- we're, we're thrilled to have you on Sundays here doing your artwork. And um, we invite everyone to come out and participate. We've got about 15 chairs to surround Dave up and have people ask him questions. And, you know, beyond that, I think we're going to start building the new show together that we're going to do here on Sundays. So this is uh, doing more together than any of us could do on our own. And it's so good to get regular reports from you here on uh, on, uh, Mutiny Radio. And uh, I believe our sister Claire is going to be calling in a couple of minutes to give her take on things she's, because she's been really active too as kind of a press, uh, a press and community liaison. Is that right? Yeah, um, she has uh, an amazing ability to write. Um, I've read some of her work, and she's part of a big community of writers. And she's excited to take her skills and work with us in spreading the good word through amazing things that people want to uh, connect on. She's going to come in a little while. I'm so lucky to know her. You know, I met her um, when she was a chef, and I was an urban farmer. And now she's a press secretary, and I'm a director of a nonprofit, and we're all just still having fun. So and um, the, it just keeps on moving. And what's the kind of the kind of farms that you're talking about? The kind of community farms, the kind of backyard farms that you hope will do. In fact, growing up all th- in many neighborhoods around this city, what do you call that? Oh, oh, so 49 farms. That's our main project. And what we're looking at is each square mile of San Francisco, seven by seven, 49 square miles. We're looking at each neighborhood and working with the folks who live there to come up with creative solutions for community centers in their neighborhood. Um, Just last weekend, we had a party, a garden party, and we set up tea and built a sidewalk garden on this corner down in Noe Valley with some amazing folks. We got to rehabilitate an old habitat garden that was originally built in 1985 by one of the original diggers, one of your old friends. Who is that? And, um, well, Peter Berg and his family. Oh, Peter and Judy, where they came through. Yeah. We go way, way back, and that's one of the visions we had as diggers, for sure. And so the hipstery goes on, for sure. Hey, Jay, welcome aboard. We won't be bored. We won't be bored, and let's reach out to the people throughout the city who have been listening here to come on down on Sunday to Hayes Valley Farm. It'd be happening, and uh, I'll be there ready to... Uh, ready to, to, we had artists coming through, we had people doing art, we have art supplies there, is that right? Oh yeah, we've got tons of art supplies. It's, uh, it was Hayes Valley Farm from 2010 to 2013, and it's a new temporary project we're calling Hayes Valley Artworks. Artworks, and what, what is the kind of farming you're doing? The kind of agriculture? Well, it's, it's community um, take-home projects. So one of the things that we just learned, um, I don't even know if you heard, but the San Francisco uh, RPD, the Recreation and Parks Department, they've been running an urban agriculture program for the last few years, and it looks like it's been put on hold for now. So 49 Farms was working hard on that program before it was launched by RPD, and we've kind of picked up the slack. We're going to have free resources available, free soil, free mulch, free seeds, free starts, free plants free wood to make boxes, free classes to learn what to plant, and free harvesting wow. and Come cooking lessons. Come on through, lessons. people. 
People, come on through, people. Let's make these words real. That's happening. He's really fun. We'll be here on Sunday. Let's on do it. Sunday. Well, I'll be there. Let's do it. It should be a beautiful Sunday. And the rains have come, and the rains are good, and we need the rains. But by Sunday, the, I think the things will be cleared up, and we'll have a beautiful day. So, hey, I'll see you I'll see you Sunday, my brother. I'll be there at high noon. Can I tell you about a couple of the things that we have going on sure. right now? Because so much is happening, it's exciting. Um, you guys probably know about the Friends of the Urban Forest. They run a street trees program. Do. They do community plantings. They remove pavement from sidewalks, and they plant them up with trees and uh, native plants. Well, they've, um, like artists in San Francisco that we're working with regularly, they've also lost some of their spaces where they've raised the trees and have managed to, um, you know, they needed a little help, and we created a partnership with them. We're going to be storing and raising their street trees before they're ready to go be planted out in the sidewalk. Oh, and we've got about 50 trees here now and about 200 more to come. And we're going to have community planting days, and we're going to have community volunteer days where you can come play in the forest. And um, we're going to learn about pruning and care for the street trees. And we're launching a whole program to work with uh, sort of what's being dropped by the city, which is the care and maintenance of the street tree program. Um, and in partnership with that, the same way we're doing with the urban agriculture program. If they can't do it, we want to help. We want to do it anyway. So we just got out of the way while they were doing their work. Well, beautiful. I, I, you know, uh, one thing I, uh, there's several things I have in common with Bernie Sanders. Not only were we were a young socialist in the, in the, the, la in the late 50s, or, or early 60s, as members of the Young Socialist League, we both lived on a kibbutz in Israel. And that's my idea, it was the kibbutz. A kibbutz right there at, uh, do you know what the kibbutz is? Is a commune? The kibbutz. Well, anyway, I'll tell you about it when I see it. In fact, I'll tell everybody about it when I when I see it because it'll be be sitting on that hill, that little hill, the, that uh, that that little knoll, the grassy knoll there at the uh, there at the uh, at the or at or at uh, Earth at Artworks. Hey, brother, I'll see you then. I'll see you then. To be continued. You're welcome to call yeah. each and every week, and we'll have a dialogue of how things are going, what's needed, and what's happening going on. Is that right? Oh, yeah, I'll talk to you on Sunday, and then we'll be back on on Friday night, right? Exactly, right here. Okay, doke, take oh, I it. Love it. Is it any night yet? It's still afternoon, but you're right. Keep up the good work, brother. Right okay. on. Thanks, Jay. So, yeah, check out 49farms.org and just go stop by in Hayes and Laguna. Uh, I'm sorry, Fell. Fell and Laguna and uh, see what's going on in that community space. And Dave will be there on Sunday afternoons and um, they're doing a lot of cool projects over there. Free classes, free permaculture classes, uh, free seeds. Uh, there's, they're starting a honey co-op um, uh, or rather a C CSA community. Um, you know, you can p buy in and then get some of this organic local honey um so they're doing a great job i'm so happy that that space is being used even if it is temporarily yet again um so i believe coming up next to the microphone perhaps well let me know i'll play a little music and we'll get we'll yeah, get everybody set up um so apparently uh the lead singer from earth wind and fire also passed recently maurice yeah. white so maurice here's a little earth wind and fire for you and uh, and then we'll get we'll be right back with a live show.
shining star for you to see what your life can truly be. Yeah. We just had a dance party here at Mutiny Radio. I uh, hope you were home, uh, home or wherever you may be dancing. Um, and uh, yeah, shining stars, that's what you are. We're here at Mutiny Radio. I'm Global Val. And uh, it's a beautiful rainy day in the mission. Oh, my goodness. And some of our, our community friends are bringing in all this delicious food donation. Thank you so much. Um, wow. Talk about giving what you can, get what you need. Uh, is yeah, Dave. about food for the body, mind, and the spirit around here. That's right. Is what we do. And here be our sister Claire. Hey, Claire, are you there? Yes, I am. Hi, Dave. Hey, Claire. We just had an enthusiastic take by Jay of what's happening and how it's all connected and where we go from here. And I wanted to. And I'm glad you called because I want to get several takes on it. What's your take on what can happen there? We talked about the Hayes Valley Farm. We talked about the history, some of the history, much of which I participated in, like the uh, when they wanted to bring up uh, the, how the connected it was is when they wanted to bring a, uh, a freeway down the Pan Am. And that really brought the hate together uh, back then. It was before the Summer of Love 67. And I was there, and it really brought community politics and the hate. And a lot came out of that. And the hate, because then the Summer of Love came. And now we have the the, the artworks. Hayes Valley Artworks and 49 Hayes Farms. Artworks. Yeah. yeah, tell us, uh, you, yeah, that, go on, tell us about it from your Managing point of view. We're doing all kinds of stuff. There's a seed bank right now. They're doing a labyrinth with the San Francisco Zen Center. We've got speakers, musicians, artists. There's going to be an art walk. There's eventually going to be some little herb gardens that we want to donate to happy families who will grow them and cultivate them. We um, are starting an apprenticeship program uh, for permaculture. It's a year-long apprenticeship, and it's just all about urban permaculture and as well as sort of um, just giving back, creating abundance. That's super cool. So um, this apprenticeship program, how can people get more information about that? Visit our website. Thank you for asking, Val, www.49farms.org. There is all the sign-ups. Um, the deadline's coming up pretty quick. So you can also find Jay Rosenberg on Facebook and message him directly. Cool. Um, how does the seed bank, how's the seed bank set up right now? It's pretty um, um, archaic, I'll be honest with you, but it is pure. Um, there are some real treasures in there. I have barely even begun to learn what's in there, but everything I've heard so far is just remarkable. And it's all heirloom, wonderful things that have been grown right there in San Francisco. So they're acclimated to, um, you know, all the little microclimates. Nice. So, so if people just kind of stop by the farm, they can pick some up, or um, is there a system for that set up yet? It's an, it's an art center and a community center. It's not a farm. Uh, we are also hosting some temporary trees. We're incubating them for Friends of the Urban Forest, a really amazing uh, group of people that are rescuing trees. They just recently rescued a rare species of endangered um, palm tree. Um, they're cloning it right now. They're also looking for places to incubate. So they're constantly creating green, wonderful um, just experience all over the city. And so you're welcome to get involved with that. They have a program coming up pretty soon. You can see the trees now. We're decorating the space and taking care of them for Friends of the Urban Forest. We also are doing um, a bee food forest on Saturday. If you want to find out more about that, you can find me on Facebook, 
Claire Walker, I can invite you, or you can visit the website www.49farms.org for more information on those events and much more. Well, Claire, say it again. What's happening on Saturday? We've got the we're building a food forest for honey urban um, our urban honeybees. So um, I'm not sure if you're aware of this, but Jay Rosenberg is a co-director for an urban bee cultivation project. We are setting up a CSA starting at $25 a month for anybody who's interested in um, supporting our local bee population. And then Sunday is going to be an open house. I'll be there yes. from noon yes, till 5, will. at noon to 5, sitting on what we call the Grassy Knoll. We have art supplies. People are welcome to come and sit about, share stories. I'll be there. I'm there. There I say, if you got any questions, I might have some answers. If I have an answer, if you have any, any answers, I might have some questions. And I was there last Sunday, and people did gather, did connect. And this is going to be a Don't Panic, Keep It Organic ongoing project, which I, I'm, I plan to participate in and bring what I have to bring and uh, bring what I have to bring and I was uh, I was of course uh, involved there in fact day and night involved there when after the Hayes Valley farm pulled out as their agreement with the people were building we moved in from Occupy and kept the garden going for quite some time I think you know about that kept it going yeah. for and at many events and stayed there until the police came in force and we were evicted we had people in all the trees as, as, as standing in the trees it was another amazing event and oh, and I never yeah. thought that I would I never my wild imagination thought I'd be back there now that they've grown they've uh, grew, they've built the market rate housing and we did meet a couple who was totally into it who had been told when they when they rented the place non-market market rate not market rate that's soon to be built that is to be built after a year and that's where we're able to have this is some amazing politics where we're able to have art uh, artworks there because they're not building the affordable housing now they built the market rate housing now which market rate in San Francisco oh my goodness and we met that couple who were down with us in fact been told when they signed their lease or bought their condo whatever it is that there is going to be art there and we're bringing the art and they're getting that for virtually free am I right so far well yes it is an art space there's uh, art on display right now we're also looking for artists to contribute some posters for the um, mesh fence, actually, and we are hoping to build some arches over the gateways. So there's lots of opportunity for anyone to just make the space more beautiful. Uh, we have some well-known artists doing some really incredible work, and we also have some sculptures on site that Jay could tell you more about. But um, yeah, it's all about art and sharing and learning and being together. Hayes Valley Community and Hayes Valley Artworks coming together. Nice. And we're looking forward to you and Jay giving us, uh, you know, call-ins and, you know, every week or whenever you guys get a chance um, so that we can uh, keep uh, putting it out there and make sure people get involved while this temporary lease is um, is being cultivated over there. This this, this year of uh, community art, community action, uh, seed bank, honey uh, cultivation, honeybee uh, garden cultivation. So, so cool, Claire. Thanks so much for calling in. I know that you're uh, en route, so we'll let you go. Making history, history, and hipstery. See you Sunday, Claire. Thanks, Claire. To be continued. Oh, my goodness. All right. So cool. Oh, my goodness. Right on.
Well, and that's what it's all about. I mean, you know, I think, I mean, Occupy was, was well, we were really occupied with Occupy for, for quite some time here in San Francisco and here on the Common Thread Collective. And I remember when the Hayes Valley Farm, uh, I mean, it was there for a few years. Um, and they also had a temporary lease from the city. They did. Um, and so that's why, I mean, and it was kind of in the air, too. And it's funny. They built, I said, they built the market rate housing already. People are already there. This couple came out. He had a long beard and long hair, dude. He works. Uh, he works uh, uh, doing code, and then uh, he's able to pay for it. And she's got some jobs. She's covered. Anyway, the two of them, their window is right there, looking out. And they came out, and they're so happy to be there because they were told when they signed their lease that there was going to be a chance for art. Nice. They didn't know it was going to be this. So we're connecting nice. with nice. the folks who live there, who you think would be priced out of being interested, but these folks are interested. Well, I would hope people are interested, and you know, it's going to be another temporary lease. And then, um, but uh, the idea of Forty Nine Farms is that this kind of uh, community um, permaculture project and art project can can be anywhere. And so uh, we'll we'll see how it evolves and and where it goes next. But here we're evolving, and here we be evolving. That's right. And where we're going next is back out into the studio for our open mic, and we've got uh, James Zealous up at the uh, microphone and uh, I believe Bloodflower is hanging out on piano to share what he's got to share today. Take it away. Hey, Google Val. It's Mr. J. Krishnamurti from his journal. Yeah! A woman was singing next door. She had a marvelous voice, and the few who were listening to her were entranced. The sun was setting among the mango trees and palms, rich golden and green. She was singing some devotional songs, and the voice was getting richer and mellower. Listening is an art. When you listen to classical Western music or to this woman sitting on the floor, you're either being romantic, or there are remembrances of things past, or thought with its associations swiftly changing your moods, or there are intimations of the future, or you listen without any movement of thought. You listen out of complete quietness, out of total silence. Listening to one's thought, or to the blackbird on a branch, or to what is being said without the response of thought, brings about a wholly different significance from that which the movement of thought brings. This is the art of listening listening with total attention. There is no center which listens. The silence of the mountains has a depth which the valleys have not. Each has its own silence. The silence among clouds and among trees is vastly different. The silence between two thoughts is timeless. The silence of pleasure and of fear are tangible. The artificial silence which thought can manufacture is death. 
The silence between noises is the absence of noise. But it is not silence. As the absence of war is not peace. The dark silence of a cathedral of the temple is of age and beauty, especially constructed by man. There is the silence of the past and of the future, the silence of the museum and the cemetery. But all this is not silence. The man had been sitting there on the bank of the beautiful river, motionless. He was there for over an hour. He would come there every morning, freshly bathed. He would chant in Sanskrit for some time, and presently he would be lost in his thoughts. He didn't seem to mind the sun, at least the morning sun. One day he came and began to talk about meditation. He did not belong to any school of meditation. He considered them useless. Without any real significance, he was alone, unmarried, and had put away the ways of the world long ago. He had controlled his desires, shaped his thoughts, and lived a solitary life. He was not better, vain or indifferent. He had forgotten all these some years ago. Meditation and reality were his life. As he talked and groped for the right word, the sun was setting and deep silence descended upon us. He stopped talking. After a while, when the stars were very close to the earth, he said, That is the silence I've been looking for everywhere. In the books, among the teachers, and in myself. I have found many things, but not this. It came, unsought, uninvited. Have I wasted my life in things that do not matter? You have no idea what I have been through, the man said. The fastings, the self-denials, and the practices. I saw their futility long ago, but never came upon this silence. What should I do to remain in it? To maintain it? To hold it in my heart? I suppose you would say, do nothing, as one cannot invite it. <coughs> but shall I go on wandering over this country with this repetition, this control? Sitting here, I am conscious of this sacred Silence, through it I look at the stars, those trees, the river. I see it and I feel all this. I am not really there. As you said the other day, the observer is the observed. I see what it means now. The benediction I sought is not to be found in the seeking. It's time for me to go. The river became dark and the stars were reflected on its waters near the banks. 
Gradually the noise of the day were coming to an end and the soft noises of the night began. You watched the stars and the dark earth and the world was far away. Beauty, which is love, seemed to descend on the earth and the things of it. Thank you, James Ellis, for reading J. Krishnamurti. And here comes Dave to read some Rumi. Your grief. Lost. Lifts a mirror up to where you're bravely working. Expecting the worst. You look, and instead, here's the joyful face you've been wanting to see. Your hand opens and closes, opens and closes. If we're always a fist or always stretched open, you would be paralyzed. Your deepest presence is every small contracting and expanding. The two are beautifully balanced and coordinated like bird wings. So lift the wings you've grown and fly. Take it away, Bloodflower. So cool. What a meditative uh, level we've reached here on the common thread here together. Each show to assumes its own quality, value, what it is, the whole being greater than some of, some of its parts, doing more together than any of us can do on our own. So what's going on? We have a phone? And here be, as if by magic, here be our sister, the rainbow. Madonna, hey sister, how you being? What do we have to say today? We've been having a very meditative and interesting show. I don't know if you listen in, but it would be nice if you could, because you could pick, pick up the, 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 the ambience of the show. Hey, Rainbow McDonough, how you good. be? Good afternoon, Dave and Val, and hi to the listeners. Um, I'd like to start with a, a song that... Um, takes me back to times at gatherings, and then I'll share um, something with you. I remember years gone by, teepee by the stream, 
gathering seeds and planting, learning the use of weeds. Time seemed an illusion meant for others, not for me. All I wanted was freedom and time to be free. Wild child dancing neath the moon. Wild child living in the woods. Wild child in a parallel reality. Bubbles can burst and time is a curse. Catch is a soul. Time is a hurt. And we all seem to fall. I remember a garden beneath Tomadron Berry Tree Gathering wood and water in a place no one could see And I thought we would live forever in our little garden fantasy And the world called us out of hiding And brought me to you and me When we live beside the stream, swimming with fish and walking with sheep in our idyllic wild dream. Now, though I live inside and work as others do, the dream continues to thrive of an earth and creation renewed. Wow. Lovely. And that fits so bad. You have no idea how closely it fits to what's been going on in the show. We've been talking about the artworks, which is, in fact, a, a, a garden. A garden, bringing art and gardening together, exactly what we're talking about. I don't know if you get a chance to hear the show, but it fits right in. I wanted to... Wonderful. And I'd like to share with you um, a solution that the Common Thread Collective listeners can help bring into manifestation and which will help preserve lives in San Francisco if implemented in your region, as well as around the world, particularly Fukushima and areas of irradiation across the Northern Hemisphere. And if you don't mind, I'm going to read you the description provided by the inventor a man named Benjamin James Hubbard of phi-tek.com, who is living on the Big Island and who has allowed me to share with you the opportunity to help bring this solution to help save life on planet Earth to the world now. So here's what we're talking about. It's called Ma'at Kare. The Ma'at Kare is ancient Egyptian that translates as order is the spirit of the creator. The metric design is a phi-ratio phase, conjugate, etheric coupled, polymorphic, crystalline oscillator. It contains a proprietary formula of 21 quartz and rare earth minerals, 
of 316 stainless steel gilded gold-leafed phi ratio antenna tethered to an SP-12 hyperdimensional gold electronics antenna plate. The Ma'at Kare modulates a time-reversal field of 6 billion scalars of induced longitudinal wave frequencies to harmonize and balance the environment for six miles, neutralizing Fukushima radiation, Wi-Fi, cell phone, and smart meter EMFs, as well as chemtrail atmospheric pollution while restoring integrity to Mother Nature's elements through their quantum etheric blueprints. If you are interested in donating towards this incredible solution, which can go to work immediately upon final funding, please go to our slope GoFundMe campaign page at https www.gofundme.com backslash kw5qp8zg. Also, please email me at whitebuffalonation at gmail.com and I will be happy to send you the prospectus on the Ma'at Kare, which can be shared with the Common Thread collective listeners. Also, please visit our White Buffalo Nation cause page to get regular updates on what we are recommending to save life on planet Earth. And if you are a family musician and would like to start throwing slope events to help us save life on planet Earth, likewise, please get in touch. Thank you. <laughs> okay. Hey, thanks a lot. I don't know. I want to say that the that the Common Thread Collective neither supports or endorses this uh, phenomenal sounding <laughs> object. Am I right? Oh my goodness. Yes. If you go to phi-tech.com, this young man is is bringing forth some amazingly beautiful things that will remediate radiation, and as you know. We're bringing forward things of hope. So he can, so he can get a pay. He has a pay. You can, can see a picture of all this stuff that he's put together. This amazing object, which calls, seems like kind of a sculpture, as well as uh, a, it is. <laughs> what? It is. They're beautiful as well as effective. Well, I, well I'll, I'll, I'll stand back on the effectiveness, but I will take a look and I'll step in on the aesthetic appeal, okay? Aesthetic appeal, so I'm down with. Hey, so sister, thanks for calling. I enjoyed your singing, and we've been talking about planting seeds. We have a place here called Artworks, which is a, which is the Hayes, at the Hayes Valley Community Garden. You know, they got it, and they fact that they could have it, but they couldn't use the word garden because I guess they're afraid of any whatever. So it's, it's called Artworks. If you ever get to San Francisco, that's where I'd be on Sunday. It's, a, it's, it's all of this inaction all the time happening, bringing the people free, free, free. So if you ever get out of the, de- get out of the desert, if that's where you are in, the, in Nevada, hey, in Rainbow Madonna, come on to town. Let us know, all right? I'd love to have you live in the studio. All right. Cool. Thanks, everybody, for being a part of the Common Thread Collective. I I want to share one little news story, and then I I do have a poem, um, and then we can, and Bloodflower, yeah, Bloodflower would would love it if you'd play along with my poem. 
Perfect. Thank you so much. Um, so I, I'm, I'm picking up a story here from uh, Behind Enemy Lines. Uh, well, no, sorry. From the, the San Francisco Bay View National Black Newspaper. This is their February edition. And um, I wanted to read this, this little short little headline. Um, Historic Settlement to End California's Indefinite Solitary Confinement was finalized in court. Uh, on Tuesday, uh, federal judge Claudia Wilkin approved the final agreement to end indefinite solitary confinement in California, calling it the humane, innovative, and fair solution. Uh, prisoners celebrated the settlement agreement, whose terms were agreed on last September, claiming as it that it was a victory that, as I turn to the next page here, um, a victory that bolstered their struggle for human rights. And Ann Wiles, one of the attorneys representing the prisoners, pointed out that, quote, what was missing from the courtroom were all the prisoners who risked their lives in the hunger strikes of 2011 and 2013. You remember that, Dave? I remember it well. We were covering that here on the Common Thread Collective. That's what we do. She went on to say, yes, our litigation team did the best we could to bring our clients out of indefinite solitary confinement. Indefinite solitary confinement and into the light of day but there is no doubt that we could not have gotten where we have gotten with the settlement without the leadership of the brilliant courageous fearless and enlightened men in the short corridor at pelican bay who in 2011 set all of this in motion the Center for Constitutional Rights released data showing that the agreement has already led to the transfer of hundreds of prisoners from segregated housing units back to the state's general prison population. Between preliminary approval from the California settlement in October 2015 and January 22, 2016, 686 out of the total 1,813 prisoners entitled to reviews under the settlement have been reviewed for release into the general prison population. 546 prisoners uh, of the of the prisoners reviewed, nearly 80% have been cleared for release into general population, and 437 have actually been released from solitary confinement. The vast majority of prisoners who have been reviewed but not cleared are waiting are awaiting a higher level prison review. Most are expected to be released into general population as well. The settlement requ requires that all first-level reviews to be completed within one year. Jules Lobel, the attorney representing the Center for Constitutional Rights, said, quote, We look forward to the full implementation of all its terms, end quote. One of the longtime prisoner organizers, Mutape Dugama, uh, cautions, quote, The power of the legal support and the, of the legal support and the family of community support is what literally humanized us prisoners to the rest of the world. The countless families and friends did a remarkable job in representing us from an emotional and human perspective, and our legal support represented our civil and human rights, and together they both rehumanized us as men and women. This is what made it possible for us to be able to demand such a settlement. It is with this family, community, and legal support that we demand accountable implementation of the settlement. We know what works, so let's stay the course. End quote. A recently released letter written by one of the main representatives of the prisoners asks that prisoners, quote, monitor and report on the functional implementation of prison conditions and CDCR employees uh, holding their feet to the ground and letting CDCR employees know that they are not above the Ashker versus Brown settlement agreement. 
The settlement transforms California's use of solitary confinement from a status-based system in which prisoners were isolated indefinitely based on vague and unsubstantiated allegations of gang affiliation to a behavior-based system in which, or, in which solitary confinement is used only as a punishment for serious rule infractions and only for determinate periods of time. It also limits the total amount of time a prisoner can spend in a security housing unit at Pelican Bay State Prison. The settlement includes a two-year monitoring period, which may be extended if the California Department of Corrections and Rehabilitation is found to be violating prisoners' constitutional rights or the settlement terms. When the case was filed in 2012 on behalf of prisoners in Pelican Bay, more than 500 of them had been isolated in the SHU for over 10 years, and 78 had been there for more than 20 years. They spent 22 and a half to 24 hours every day in cramped, concrete, windowless cells and were denied telephone calls, physical contact with visitors, and vocational, recreational, and educational programming. Hundreds of other prisoners throughout California have been held in similar SHU conditions, and the settlement applies to all of them. Wow. Well, time will tell. Yeah. Time will tell how that works out. Yeah, well, let's stay on top of it. Stay on top that of it. I think I think the Center for Constitutional Rights, I, th I believe, is going to be the, the mon uh, volunteer to do the mon monitoring. Am I right? Am I right? I believe I believe that's what. Is, yeah, I believe so. Because we think of yeah. the hundreds of people. Oh, hundreds of guys. Thousands who've, who've been sitting alone in their cell day after day after day, year after year at year, where the mind boggles. Right. Oh so, I mean, this doesn't end solitary confinement in California, but it does limit it. It's, uh, you know, it's, it's making it less arbitrary and setting at least some time limits. So that it's, Cause I mean, because remember, we it's got just the, a step. We got the same guards in but there. A, we got the same correctional officers in there who are used to uh, doing all this stuff, used to brutalizing, used to uh, used to doing all that, and they're not changing overnight. So we need monitoring, we need people looking, we need people aware, the prisoners uh, themselves will make us aware, will communicate in whatever, whatever way they can. That's right. Uh, hopefully they get letters out that are uncensored, but even that I'm not sure of. Right. And hopefully it doesn't take another hunger strike, but we do, uh, but we, but that is uh, an amazing um, outcome of that hunger strike that happened. Um, so thank you. Uh, that was an article by uh, Claude Marx from the Prisoner Hunger Strike Solidarity Coalition okay, in the National Black Newspaper, San Francisco Bayview, Bay February 2016. Bayview is very special. Uh, all right. Well, you have, uh, I think this I is do. pretty much it. Yeah, we're going to wrap it up. You, I think you show. named it. It's been a, a, a meditative kind of show, hasn't it? It has. It has, but it every has. show... Hey, Val, it's amazing how every show different. A lot of the same folks, is that right? Come in, but it takes its own shape, and I don't think there's any other radio show that does just that. that any you know of? I don't think so. I think we're pushing <laughs> new, we're pushing, we're plowing new ground. We're a voice of so many things. I will be found. I will be found Sunday at Artworks. I hope you guys could all come over, and uh, there'll be other people coming through, and we'll help make that happen. That's at the bottom of Hayes Valley, right there. On hey, Fell and Laguna. At Laguna, Laguna. Come on down. Let's get together. Let's do it. Let's dance together. Let's make things happen. Dance in every way, the literal, the metaphorical, the figurative, and the symbolic. How's that? Sounds we be cool. dancing. All right. Fuck yeah. 
Well, yeah, again, thanks everybody for being a part of the Common Thread Collective uh, here at Mutiny Radio. We hope if you're out there listening and you want to come down and be a part of it, come down and, and join us sometime. We're at the corner of 21st in Florida. And uh, I am going to uh, plug the event that I'm a part of uh, at the Beat Museum. The Beat Museum presents On Fire Women on a Different Beat, celebrating International Women's Day. Let's go first Friday, March 4th at 7 p.m. Beat Museum's at 540 Broadway in North Beach here in San Francisco. It's going to be featuring Kim Shuck, Daphne Gottlieb, E.K. Keith, M.K. Chavez, Natasha Dennerstein, Anna Wolf, and yours truly, Valerie Berra. I'm not blowing my own horn, but it's pretty good, pretty true that E.K. and Valerie came together, come together over me. Is that right? Kind of. Uh, I don't. I don't know where I met Ek, but yeah, we, we've 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 certainly become a team here with uh, for poems under the dome, which poems will be coming up at City Hall in April for National Poetry Month. It's going to be April twenty. Is it 29th or twenty sixth? It's twenty ninth, I believe. All right. Well, we'll we'll go double check on that yeah, date, we'll but talking. it'll be coming up. It's only February, so I want to thank uh, personally thank Justice Morgan for inviting me to be a part of that showcase. I'm really looking forward to it, and hope you can make it down to the Beat Museum. So, it's, the, it's, not a, it's not the last gathering, but the first gathering of the, of the women, the strong women, that justice has helped to bring together. Yeah, go uh, justice, sweet. Because I say, that's why I say, goddesses galore, sisters glorious. And that's what we're talking about. Thank you, justice. Take it away, Val. I think you have a All poem. All right, I do have a poem, and then we're going to cruise out. So, Bloodflower, thank you for joining me on this poem. It's not a very long one. But it uh, came out of a dream I had just a couple nights ago. Ancient red fish teases the shore with twists of tail. Its largesse a monument to movement. Land cupids misconstrue its longevity. Take no aim at this nameless apparition. It sees not, it knows not, it swims not. It flies there. Uh, it moves. It does move. It's just kind of pops around. But it doesn't. Is there, is, is there more to it than that? It's beautiful, though. Thanks, everybody, for being part of the Common Thread Collective. You're beautiful. Sending peace and love around the world from San Francisco every week, every Friday. 3 to 6 here at mutinyradio.fm. I'm Global Val. Thanks, Diamond Dave. Thanks, everybody, for being a part of every, yeah. all of this. Continued. And uh, follow us. You, you can check out our Facebook page, Common Thread Collective. I always post uh, everybody's uh, events and everybody who was part of the show so that if there's any uh, links or events, uh, you can check and, it out there. And, and, and also the link to our podcast, which you can get directly through mutinyradio.fm. Go to Podcasts Fridays. Earth Day is coming up, I believe in April, and it's going to be the first time. We'll, we'll, be, we'll be talking more about it. In fact, having one of the presenters, Mona Lisa, one of the innovators, in. It's going to be, rather than having the Susan Chavez Day separate from Earth Day and just the blocks apart, they are coming together to have a march together and to have music together. And this is the first time, as we say, to come together right now over me, over us. That's right. And that's going to be in April. That'll be April 24th, or 23rd, rather. It's a Saturday morning. 
uh, starting at 10 a.m. It's the uh, it's the Food Justice Cesar Chavez Earth Day March for Earth, and it's going to be at Dolores starting at Dolores Park. Um, and then there's going to be a, a parade departing at 11, and then a free festival at 24th admission and 22nd admission. Check out CesarChavezDay.org for more information about that April 23rd event. But it's only February, folks, so uh, we hope you're enjoying every day in every season. And uh, thanks for being everything. They like to participate and be part of it and bring what they have to bring. We'll let you know how that can be done and we'll bring it together. That seems like the next step to do with this. So take it away, Val. So good to be still be on the planet and able to still participate. Saying learn to love, love to learn. This never ends. All right, Val. He don't care about the way he talk. He don't know what's up or down. Is he when a smile or a frown is stone?
like swim Only baby sharks won't go
I only did it cause I had to I'm not a bad man I'm just a man who's done a few bad things There's an old tree on the hill Whose roots have touched my secret And every fall it speaks with crimson leaves There was a stranger on the highway Whose eyes were open wells Where women threw in pennies and wished for change Just a name
California. Jonathan, I know you love tinctures. I do. Yeah. Most people don't even know what those are. Yeah, most of them don't. And we need to give uh, everybody a little example of what we know. Well, they should go to trialta.com to see the six different kinds of cannabinoids that are all distilled for their medicinal needs. Yes, and they're so wonderful. Have you heard about the CBN? Did you even know this existed? Is that like waffles? No, CBN is the cannabinoid in the plant that makes you fall asleep. Oh my God. Weed to make you sleep. Yeah. Does that put cancer to sleep? It puts cancer to sleep. It doesn't even get you high. It just puts you to sleep. There's also the THCA. Pain relief. Don't need any more opioids. Does that come from the vegetation state? It, it certainly does. You clearly know your botanicals. You know your Alta California botanicals. Yes, and there's also a CB, high CBD and a mixture of both high THC and CBD. That's right. Helps with the shaky shakies. If you have anxiety, go with the CBD. If you like to get high, go with the THC. Go with it all. Go to your local dispensary and ask for it by name. Alta California Botanicals. Or go to tryalta.com. If you give them your medical prescription, you can get two weeks for free Alta. <laughs> absolutely try alta.com hey you psychedelic junkies need something to do Tuesday March 1st well get your ass on out to the Golden Bull in Oakland at 8 p.m. For a stellar lineup of psychedelic rock, brought to you by Subliminal SF, featuring War Cloud, Cloud Catcher of Denver, and Skunk. Then Thursday, March 31st, check out Seattle band UN hissing. What's up, San Francisco? The SF Eagle Bar is proud to sponsor the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival. The SF Eagle is about to celebrate its third year anniversary since reopening under new ownership and new management. We are historically a gay leather bar, and now we cater to the queer LGBT community. As well as our allies by hosting fundraisers for local nonprofits and events to celebrate love and equality. I ain't got no dick, but I love the Eagle. Yeah, you Woo, do. Yes. Located at 398 12th Street at Harrison Street and open every single goddamn day. So check www.sf-eagle.com yeah. for calendar of events. And we will see you 3-3-16. By the way, opening day of our special midnight comedy showcase for the mutiny comedy festival i see you guys there hell yeah
industrial metals taking over. Golden Bull in Oakland, April 5th, with the Death Kings of LA, Genocide Skin, Ort Cloud, and other bands to be announced. 8 p.m., $8, all industrial metal. They come again on April 15th to see some noise rock. The other band on Earth will be there. Jerkagram of LA will be there. And Love Moon. Same place, different time. 9 p.m., seven bucks. Brought to you by Subliminal SF. For complete listings and more information, visit subliminalsf.com or check them out on Facebook at facebook.com slash subliminalsf. is a proud sponsor of the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival. We appreciate how comedians are, well, they're poor, and they need a delicious and inexpensive alternative to craft beer. Now, that's why every Pabst Blue Ribbon is affordable and accessible to even the dirtiest of dickbag comedians, allowing them to be in public at a bar interacting with people they probably shouldn't, like women. So go buy your favorite comedian a PBR. They need the encouragement that someone, somewhere, cares what they have to say. Paps Blue Ribbon, keeping comedians funny with classically delicious flavor since 1844. Which is crazy, because it was America's best in Shut the fuck up. Let's start clapping, huh? Yeah, welcome to happy hour. Yeah, horns in the back. We're excited. My name's Ethan. I don't tell jokes anymore. 